Welcome to YXC, a hyperlocal microcast with no potential for growth. our first episode our very first episode um we're making a podcast <laughs> we're doing it we've been talking about it for years and here we are and here we finally are we've had many meetings uh many a beer <laughs> many has beers. been spilt <laughs> um i truly don't even know how to start i feel like if this is the if this is the version that gets out into the world this is a very vulnerable moment. <laughs> People have already stopped listening. <laughs> That's true. Welcome back <laughs> to YXC. <laughs> um, so what is this show? It's... <laughs> I think this is going great. Stick with us, <laughs> listeners. Please. You won't regret it. Eventually we'll get around to telling you what the podcast is. And uh, what we might talk about on the podcast. I think hyperlocal micro podcast says it all. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. It's a mouthful. So for anyone who hasn't heard us talk about this in person uh, for the last uh, year or so, YXE is a podcast about local mysteries um in saskatoon saskatchewan specifically once again if you don't know us personally which seems really unlikely uh if you're listening to this it's local mysteries it's local mysteries perhaps an example might help for listeners an example would help for listeners an example we like to call and here i'm imagining music nino's spoon (laughs) So what's what's Nino's? Nino's is a now defunct restaurant, beloved by the uh, post bar crowd in uh, my day, anyway, for uh, its greasy food and basically the fact that it was accessible to anyone leaving a Broadway bar after last call. Mm-hmm. And to sort of like illustrate it. For the listener, it's one of these places that had the giant awning that said like pizza, pasta, steak, lasagna. If you can, if this is, this is like a type of restaurant in my mind. And if it is in yours too, you can probably picture it now. It's got like that, that 70s awning, uh, RIP to the awning because it's been taken down. But yeah, pizza, pasta, steak back from the days when that would be, uh, written on an awning when you opened a restaurant you'd be like that's a good idea to put up there (laughs) uh so the first sort of mystery i guess that came to us was um our friend cam shout out to cam better be listening (laughs) is it appropriate to shout out individuals on your podcast yes i think it absolutely is in this case yeah as we said no potential for growth so (laughs) here we are uh so Cam brought to us one night, not really brought to us, he brought it up, he said it, um, that at Nino's, after 3 a.m., if you were there, they would not give you a spoon for any reason. So, like, no soup. I don't think, I don't think it was that he, like, ordered soup and couldn't get a spoon for the soup, but you couldn't really order anything that would require a spoon, there was no spoon. You couldn't... Couldn't get a spoon. Couldn't get That's a spoon. That's as far as we got with Cam, I think. Couldn't and, get a spoon. Yeah, and I think if... I hope I'm not fabricating this memory, but I think he maybe asked sort of why not, and the answer was just like, that's policy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's our internal policy. Yeah, it's the policy, but they were like cagey about it and wouldn't say why. And he could also not get a fountain pop, uh, which also seems weird. That one maybe to me makes sense a bit... Because if it's like 3 a.m. and people are coming home from the bar, maybe people will like pour their booze into the pop or something. I don't know. Yeah. But no spoons, no fountain pop. 
Which brings us back to YXE. What exactly was the post Nino's three no <laughs> Nino's post three AM policy? Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll now never know because it's closed down. But But we do wonder why. And this, listeners, is the type of mystery we're gonna solve for you. But just the type of this this example we can't solve. It's closed. It's, it's unsolved. It's unsolvable. It's unsolved. But this is sort of the scale of mystery. Um, coming up, we've got today uh, a local a local publication of note. A little later on, we're going to talk about a really big tree. We're like, why is that tree so big? It's bigger than the other trees on the street. If this is of interest to you. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, oh, maybe we should uh, introduce ourselves. Seems like this is the time to do it. So, who are you? I'm Stephanie, a local mystery solver, lover of unsolved mysteries. The show or the thing? Uh, both. Both the show and the thing. Brought to my love of unsolved mysteries, the thing, by... Unsolved Mysteries, the show. It's a long road. <laughs> it was. I feel like that's all I need to say about myself. That's great. Uh, and my name is Sarah. Um, I also have watched Unsolved Mysteries. I'm also. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I've always been interested in uh, in local mysteries, but I do like a mystery. Um, the see. genre appeals to you. The genre appeals to me. I feel, I feel like I did not introduce myself at all besides saying my name. Yeah, that's but, all I did. <laughs> yeah, as you could, you, we could, people could probably guess that we live in or near Saskatoon. And uh, yeah, we both work here. We love here. <laughs> we, we wonder, uh, we wonder why here. We wonder why. Why. Exit. Now we've come to the time for our first mystery. This is a big moment. <laughs> What's our first mystery? First mystery? Coffee perks. Sarah, what's coffee perks? Coffee perks is a long-standing publication in Saskatoon. It's sort of like a like a leaflet type thing I guess it's like a real big page folded over to make like a like a booklet made out of just one sheet of paper and coffee perks has been around pretty much literally since I can remember um, what it is is it's a, a beautiful marriage of bad jokes and uh, local advertisements <laughs> bad jokes great ads bad jokes great ads lots of typos in the ads Lots of typos in the jokes. Lots of like jokes printed sometimes two or three times over. Although that might be a recent thing and not an old thing. Hmm. Places you would see coffee perks, like if you were to like go to the, like go to Subway with your mom when you were twelve, like maybe there would be a rack by the door with coffee per excuse me coffee perks there, or um, go to Subway with your dad when you were. <laughs> 12 Maybe all the be, subways yeah so it's like it's a free publication it gets distributed all over town and restaurants restaurants yes restaurant based yeah give me some more throw some more at me restaurants uh, restaurants <laughs> grocery stores grocery stores yes absolutely hmm. um like anywhere where there's like a wire rack that can hold papers would have coffee perks in it and i I guess I rediscovered them as an adult when I started to find like just the shittiness of the jokes really great and fun and endearing. Um, and I kind of always thought a big moment in my life, <laughs> more about my history here, uh, was probably realizing that like not everywhere has a coffee perks. Like, it's not the sort of global publication, but it's just for Saskatoon. I feel like the local ads could have been a good tip. <laughs> but, uh... So, but, do you remember the moment that this dawned on you? Like, were you in a different town looking for your po coffee perks at a, at a Moose Jaw subway with your mom? <laughs> 
looking for coffee perks. <laughs> we were in, we we're scouring Moose Jaw for coffee perks. Um, I, I feel like it must have. I, cause I do have a memory of going like to, from going from town to town. <laughs> Bring out your dad. No, like being in another town, I think is what I was trying to say. And seeing that they had like a similar publication. Um, so they would have like, I don't know, the wacky Weyburn joke rag or whatever. <laughs> I feel like if it isn't a thing, it should be now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Regina has one called uh, Java Jabber, which I won't lie, a copy of which is sitting on the table right here. We'll get to it. The sounds of the Java Jabber. That's what it sounds like. If that helps you uh, visualize. What else can I say? Yeah, realizing that it's not this sort of like ubiquitous thing in every city and not everyone would know what Coffee Perks is, that was a big shocker. Yeah, you know, as an adult in Saskatoon, because I didn't grow up in Saskatoon, I definitely saw Coffee Perks around, and I too did not realize that it wasn't, you know, a publication shared amongst uh, other towns and cities, but now that I'm looking at your your uh, co- copy of Coffee Perks, <laughs> it does say discovering the local perks of Saskatoon, that should have been a tip-off. Yeah, yeah. Although I think that's a new tagline. Like, mm. Coffee Perks has gone through a lot of, um, there's been some revamps, some facelifts. I think discovering the local perks of Saskatoon is like, that's like a, a modern, <laughs> that's a modern spin on <laughs> Coffee Perks. Because <laughs> in a way, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of changed over the years. Like, the jokes are, are still bad and the themes are the same. We can talk about the themes in a second. And the ads are still sort of... So bad jokes, shitty editing. We should offer our listeners some samples of jokes. I completely agree. And I was sort of... um, I was trying to decide beforehand, like, what do I think is better? Picking some really representative jokes or just sort of dipping in and read it, like, come what may, and just picking a random joke. And I think, like, picking a random joke might be the way to go. Okay. I pick, you read. Is that what we're doing? Oh, or, you, you or read. I read, you laugh. You you pick, you read. I, I pick, I, I read, you laugh. Okay. Everyone loves it. Here we go. <laughs> Get ready, everyone. Okay. A defendant was asked if he wanted a bench trial or a jury trial. Jury trial, the defendant replied. Do you understand the difference, said the judge? Sure, replied the defendant. That's where 12 ignorant people decide my fate instead of <laughs> it's a little dark. It's hilarious. <laughs> so this kind of, I guess this makes me want to talk a little bit about the character of the jokes because there's sort of like, there's a real taxonomy of Coffee Perks jokes. This one I feel like has a little bit of an edge of like, mm. um, like sometimes I feel like the voice that speaks the jokes is a little bit like, fuck the man or... Not the man, but, like, it's often told from the perspective of someone who, like, everyone else is dumb, and the person who is delivering the joke is sort of, like, a wise old dad. Like, that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's different types of... maybe. If I, I like this game. Okay, I'm going to read a joke, and then you classify it. Okay, oh, excellent. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. It's a wife joke. Let's Everyone loves a, a wife joke. There are, like, 75% wife jokes in coffee perks. Our wife texts her husband on a cold winter's morning. Windows frozen. Her husband texts back. Pour some lukewarm water over it. Wife texts back five minutes later. Computer completely messed up now. Oh. She's dumb. I get it. (laughs) It's a dumb wife joke. I get it. It's a dumb wife joke. Yeah, so that's definitely... That's definitely a class of joke in Coffee Perks. Like, wife, dumb wife, nagging wife, husband getting away with something. Like, just just your classic wife jokes. The ones that you want to tell your kids, you know? Just looking briefly at this one side of this publication, I see, I see, a wife, a wife, and a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes starting with. These are the kinds of ladies there are. Um, what else have we here? Should we try one more? Let's try one more. Okay, uh, another random pick. Let's see. Oh, uh, yeah. Something yeah. we didn't mention is that Coffee Perks has very recently, in July of this year, issued its last 
issue of Coffee Perks, which uh, I can't talk about because I'll get a little emotional. Um, which makes this mystery <laughs> topical. Yes. <laughs> it's the mystery everyone's asking about. All right, let's, let's do another one. Okay, let's see. I just saw a short one. No. Ah, here we go. I didn't realize how much my nursing career had affected my family until the day my three-year-old granddaughter said to me, Grandma, I think my blood sugar is low. Can I have a cookie? Categorize oh, that. Okay, so the category of this joke is um, jokes that you're like, is this a joke or is this actually just something someone said? Part of the vibe of the publication is like, I think it's sometimes trying to achieve like, oh, people have just written in with their like, Ooh, like Reader's Digest. Yeah, like cute little moments of life or kids mm-hmm. say the darndest things kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of one that is either like, I think it's trying to achieve that, like a crowdsourced feel. Joke or real life. Joke, real life, or like... Both. I think I just found a good example. Yes, I'm ready. At the beginning of the school year, I asked my grade two students to write about something exciting they did that summer, then draw a picture about it. One student proudly presented his account of a ride on a roller coaster, but he had not drawn a picture. When I asked why he hadn't done this, he said... You lost me. (laughs) I couldn't. I didn't see anything because my eyes were closed. Is it even a joke? Yeah, like, I don't know. I would like to perhaps compare and contrast with some of the content in Java Jabber. Yes. So, like, Java Jabber's got... I feel like we need to start with the subtitle description because it's really pointing to something here. It says, Regina's original, hard underline, coffee tabloid. Tabloid. This is where all the hot Regina goss is. Yeah. But a real emphasis on originality there. Like, are there competing... Yeah. Java jabbers? Yeah. Like coffee tabloids in Regina? I like to imagine that it's like two brothers who have parted ways. Um, here's one. Okay, I'll just... Oh, aging humor. So this one they actually call... They've got like little sections. <clears throat> aging humor. I've sure gotten old. I've had two bypass surgeries, a hip replacement, new knees, fought prostate cancer, and diabetes. I'm half blind can't hear anything quieter than a jet engine, take 40 different medications that make me dizzy, winded, and subject to blackouts. (laughs) This is dark. (laughs) I have bouts with dementia. I have poor circulation. I hardly feel my hands and my feet anymore. I can't remember if I'm 89 or 98. I've lost all my friends. (laughs) But, thank God, I still have my driver's license. (laughs) Age humor. (laughs) Age age humor and social critique. (laughs) I'm glad that these come... Java Jabber likes to... Be really upfront with its categories. Yeah, Jabba Jabber's maybe a little real. Uh, <laughs> maybe just one more. This one's called a birthday number. A couple phoned a neighbor to exchange, excuse me, extend birthday greetings. They dialed the number and then sang happy birthday to him. But when they finished their off-key rendition, they discovered that they had dialed the wrong number. Don't let it bother you, said a strange but amused voice. You folks need all the practice you can get. That's like pretty quintessential coffee perks too, to be honest. Hmm. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for us to present the mystery. Yes, let's present the mystery now. It's time. Yeah, to present the mystery. We told you what. Now we ask you what. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Let's just talk about the things that we're wondering. I'm wondering, how has Coffee Perks been around for so long? Yeah, I why? Gotta, I gotta know. Why? why? Did the ads, did the ad revenue support it? Like, it must have. But also the ads are like, I swear to God, every single ad has been in here for, I don't know, 20 years. That's mystery number one. Mystery number one. Mystery number two. Who the fuck is reading this? <laughs> yeah, like, besides me, every day. <laughs> Whenever possible. Second who mystery. Second who. Who's the brain behind coffee perks? Is there a brain? Who is made it brainless? It? Who made it? And part of the reason I want to know who made it is because of, like, first of all, their editorial choices. Do they think the jokes are funny? I need to know. We need to know. Um, the people need to know. And when they do... So I feel like sort of in recent years, I started to see, like, 
several like the same joke printed three times in a single issue issue Mm. after issue printing the same joke and part of me part of the who question for me is like did they know and just not care or is this their best try and they aren't aware that they've done it like how invested is the person okay so there is one more for many years this ad would reappear and it was just a little print ad sort of like a classified i guess that was like pensioner looking for driveway on which to park my RV. He put the budget, he was like, I've got $400 a month and I'm looking for a place to park my RV uh, so he can live in it. Like not just like a storage situation, mm-hmm. but like I need, I need to live in my RV and I would like to buy some space on your lot in your driveway so I can live there. And like... To see that once or twice, you're like, okay, but it was just, it was in, it was in them for years, like years and years. And like, did he find a place and then needed to get another place? Always looking to trade up. Always looking to trade up. Exactly. Was he like hoping for a different driveway or did it not work? And for years he was like, this time, this month, like, this is the issue. I'm going to take out that ad again because the problem is simply that no one's seen it. I don't know. What's with this ad? We d- this the right is- person just hasn't seen it yet. This hasn't is- come to Subway. Yeah, exactly. Picked up the coffee perks to see my ad. So the sort of the long shot, the very long shot would be like, what's with this ad? So these are our, these are our questions. What's up with coffee perks? I really want to know. Uh, and I know I, I know I do make light of it, but really it's been a, a really great companion over the years. So I also want to pay I my respects to it. just want to shake the hand of the brainchild behind cough perks. Exactly. We do have another little segment in mind. Um, yes, let's, let's hop on our next segment. Before we, oh, I guess we should also clarify that we don't know the answers to these questions yet. Um. We are, we're truly, we're just children with wonder in our eyes at this point. Like, we don't know. I don't know. We're good. We got to go out. We got to go out and find this stuff out. So you're, you're really coming along for the journey with us. Um, however, Steph, if you had to guess. Hmm. If I had to guess. What's up with coffee perks? So let me, let me just ask you. If you had to guess who is making this. What would you say? I had to guess who was making coffee perks. I would say it's a group of school children <laughs> randomly flipping through old uh, readers' digests for their uh, workaholic father. <laughs> and so he's transferred his love of work into onto his darling children, and their task each night is to cut out little joke clips from old publications from Reader's Digest that he then slides into the uh, coffee perks. Honestly, I don't think we even need to investigate the mystery anymore. I think you've probably nailed it. Um, I, too, picture an old dad. No, that's not true. Okay, I think I picture uh, like a widower or like a gentleman bachelor Mm. um, who is winding down maybe retired um and i think he's had coffee perks as a pursuit for a long time i think he is in the maybe like last days of of taking care of coffee perks um but i think that he has i feel like coffee perks is is his child you're if you had to guess was much more rosy and gentle than mine i hope you're i hope you're right so I'm excited to I'm excited to dig in. <laughs> let's hope it's not a joke mill. Yeah, let's hope it's not a child labor joke mill. <laughs> Crush all your coffee perks. It would be funny if it was a child labor joke mill because most of the jokes are about being old and I like picturing just like a bunch of kids just really tapping into that like aged experience. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> trying to sound like world weary. <laughs> Uh, a wife. I'm so sick of my wife, <laughs> says like little Timmy. 
Okay, we're we're on the case, guys. My name is Brad Hoffman. Great, and the former owner of of coffee. Former owner of Coffee Perks. Awesome. We found him. We found him. The mystical owner of Poppy Perks. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, um, like, I'm, I'm not the original owner, so really a lot of what I have is based on hearsay. So, hopefully, I'm hopefully I'm somewhat right. But uh, I do know a few things. Is uh, this actually would have been the 31st year? So I was founded back in 1989. <gasps> so it is around for a long time. I, I <laughs> and, feel validated. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's in Saskatoon too. Right. So so the the original paper was developed out of Moose Jaw. Mm. So there was a guy there that owned a printing company, and he he started the original coffee perks, hmm. and then he opened up one in Regina, right? And then he sold uh, the franchise rights to Saskatoon, right? So oh. the Saskatoon one would have started in '89. That's interesting. And so, do you have an idea when the Moose Jaw franchise sort of took off? No, no I, I really don't know. No. I'm I'm guessing probably you know two to three years maybe before that. Hmm. But that, that's strictly a guess. Yeah, okay. Hmm. In my mind, like, I've, I've truly seen it around forever. I was born in 84. Yeah. Um, so that is about right. It would be hard to be aware of coffee perks before you were, like, four, four or five years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then when we were looking, we were sort of trying to do some research online, which was more challenging than we thought. And we came across the um, the BBB, like the Better Business Bureau site, mm-hmm. and it said its information was that the earliest date it had was 2000, which is maybe just when that sort of registration was created. But um, but yeah, so I was like, oh no, have I been living a lie? Like, has it only been around <laughs> since 2000 and I've fabricated all these memories? So that's I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's been around, been around for a long time. I bought mm. them from, uh, I bought coffee first from a couple fellows in Saskatoon. Okay. Uh, Dave Lennox and Keith Parker were the uh, were the owners that I bought it from. Hmm. So, so they kind of filled me in a little bit more on the on the history of it. Hmm. Um, you know, and during when they owned it, they actually tried to open up another franchise in Edmonton. Hmm. They sold the naming rights to a few papers in Ontario. Hmm. Um, you know, and then over the course of the years, like the Regina and the Musha papers didn't last very long. Uh, Edmonton, I think lasted two years. And as far as I know, the ones in Ontario are no longer, uh, no longer operating. Mm-hmm. Well, we... So, so the, the paper in, in Saskatoon actually, you know, survived them all. Yeah. That's like, yeah. uh, quite, quite the longevity. Mm-hmm. What does running it look like? Like what does running that business sort of entail? Running the business actually isn't all that bad. Um, the, the thing I had going for myself, though, is I own a printing company. Okay. So getting the getting the editions printed every week was, was a very easy process for myself. So other than that, it requires some um, some graphic design layout, mm-hmm. layout of the ads, layout of jokes, um, get them printed. We printed 10,000 issues every week. Oh, wow. Hmm. And then folded them and then I had a courier that would take them to a boat. So we, had, we kind of fluctuated between 120 to 150 locations around Saskatoon. Did you fold them by hand? Oh no. In the sort of final months of Coffee Perks, I noticed that that center fold went away. Is there, was there a reason? <laughs> Center fold. Like the fold. So there was like the fold. It's folded one way. And then it used to be folded in half the other way. Uh, And then for the last couple issues, I noticed that there was no other fold. I was like, what's Um, up? Depending on, we we, we did have some that we folded twice. Um, We, when I first started, they were all double folded. Yeah. Yeah. And what would normally take an hour to fold it once would take me like three or four hours to fold it twice. Yeah, for sure. And, and the one machine that could do that was slowly dying. Yeah. And so, essentially, of the 10,000 that would get folded once, towards the end, we probably maybe folded another 100 twice. Mm-hmm. Just because of the locations that they would get sent to had a very small shelf and right. tried to take up less room as possible. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Seems like it's kind of a ridiculous question, but it's it was. <laughs> I did notice somehow. This is how much I. This is how much I was enthusiastic about copybirds. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> do you do you mind expanding a little bit more on uh, how you came to coffee perks? What kind of brought you? Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So I, like I mentioned before, I, I owned a printing company, mm-hmm. and I was looking at buying a new printing press. And the printing press was quite a big investment, and I needed to make sure that it ran all the time. So luckily, while I was doing that, I uh, was contacted by a sales agent who was trying to sell coffee perks for uh, Keith Parker. Oh, okay. So he he sent out a little brochure to all the printers in Saskatoon that this is up for sale. Hmm. You know, and because, uh, you know, there's so much... Well, it, it, you know, it's all print. It's just such a natural fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, talked to to them. We made a deal, and uh, yeah, bought it and started a fifteen year run with it. Were you aware of it before? Like, were you like, oh, it's coffee perks? I'll buy it. Oh or, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like you mentioned beforehand. It's like you, you know, when I first bought it, uh, anywhere you went to. There yeah. was coffee perks was there. Yeah. And, you know, if you're waiting for waiting for your burger or something like that, it's just easy to pick up, read, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, who can't use a good joke? Yeah, totally. It's kind of the ultimate pre-smartphone thing to have around. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah. it was truly the smartphone of the 90s. <laughs> it's something every, everybody probably noticed and interacted with, but nobody really thought too much about where it came from. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, exactly. You know, everyone that you talk to, they, they, they all heard of coffee perks, but no one can really tell you where they saw it last. Yeah. Speaking speaking of the jokes, <laughs> I I hope this, I hope you don't take offense, but the jokes were a little corny, um, which was, I think, sort of part of the charm, for sure. Um, yeah. And so how did, how were the jokes sourced? Where did you find them? And do you sort of know where the older owner would have found them or yeah anything about kind of the origin of the jokes themselves i'll start with the with the origins of the jokes that i I don't know when i when i bought it it came with two big paper boxes full of old editions and little little cut pieces of jokes that were in like you know whether or not they were in older coffee perks or maybe they saw a joke somewhere else right um i can't imagine going back into the late 80s of, you know, pre-internet days, mm-hmm. um, manually having to type out jokes and source jokes. and Because yeah. that just probably would take up the majority of my time with just finding content that was appropriate. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. So they came with their uh, own kind of joke archive. They, they, they did. Hmm. I Honestly, when I bought That's it, I, I didn't use it. Hmm. Uh, just because of the amount of time that it would take. Right, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, so, so really what, what I, what I would do is I subscribe to a couple joke databases. Um, they would usually do like a joke a day type of thing. So I kind of, I collect those over the week. You know, I had, uh, I actually had, I had readers that would, uh, email me jokes. Mm-hmm. I had friends that would send me jokes. Um, unfortunately probably only a quarter were used. Oh, wow. Um, being being a family paper and something that's kid friendly, you, you try to be really careful of uh, what you put in there. For sure, sure. Yeah. for sure. You know, so I try to stay away from me, obviously any any blue humor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when you mentioned like corny jokes, yeah, there's ton, a ton of corny jokes, but what's corny to some person is funny to another. Yeah, definitely. You know, and hum- humor is all very personal. So like, it's really there are some jokes that I roll my eyes at. <laughs> And then someone would send me uh, an email saying, oh, that was the funniest thing I ever read. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. got, am I hearing right then, you got reader feedback on the jokes that were printed? I, good, good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had one joke from, I put in there actually, actually towards the end, that was about uh, someone from Newfoundland. Hmm. And this lady tore a strip out of me. Oh, no. Yeah, like totally went to town and contacted advertisers and wow. And it's one of those things that I could have changed it and not made the person from Newfoundland. I could have made the person from Saskatchewan, and she probably would have found it okay. Right, right. 
you know, and unfortunately, that's kind of where we're living in this world right now is uh, people take offense to things too quickly and not to just the simple humor that it's just supposed to provide. Um, like I said, we didn't have lots of those, but we, we did have a couple that, uh, you know, and there was one one lady that complained about a joke. And after I reread it, I totally understood it, mm. why, why, why she was upset and made a retraction and you know, because I, you know, like I said before, we're not there to uh, offend anybody. We're just simply trying to uh, entertain and put a smile on people's faces. So you were really like immersed in a world of jokes for 15 years, like thinking yeah. about jokes all the time. I wouldn't say all the time. Well, <laughs> it, it seems it was, like it quite, a, quite a bit. <laughs> the, day, the day that I would put the paper together, that was... Like I said, that was probably the hardest part, was just trying to find mm. jokes that were appropriate. Uh, honestly, jokes that would fit the space that I had. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? true. So we, I recycled a ton, yeah. <laughs> hoping that people's memories were short. I got called <laughs> on, on that, too. I did notice a couple, <laughs> I gotta say. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt it. Um, you know, and sometimes our proofreading wasn't the greatest. Well, I shouldn't say that. We copied and pasted from the internet, so therefore, if the mistake ended up in the paper, it was usually because the person that originally typed it was uh, was wrong in their grammar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm interested to hear that there's joke databases too. That's not a not a world that's familiar to me. <laughs> oh, there's now. tons. There's so many joke data or websites out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just a question of finding ones that are appropriate. And then if you use too many websites, what will happen is, is that what's new this week on one website, the joke, turns out to be the exact same joke in another website two weeks ago, right. or two weeks later. And you really can't remember after you read 30 jokes every, you know, that one day that you can't really recall too many uh, uh, from week to week. Uh, and as far as feedback goes, I would get, uh, I would get lots of feedback from people without that they, I had one lady who there was a joke about a Jewish lawyer and she called me up and says, I'm, I'm Jewish. I read this joke and she says, I'm not offended. I just don't get it. <laughs> An explanation. <laughs> yeah. You got to support people through the whole joke from the beginning to end. <laughs> yeah. And then we get uh, lots of, or some people that would call up and say that I'm from Saskatoon and my parents live in Winnipeg and I'd send them coffee perks to Winnipeg every week. Huh. And they would read it, and they would send it to my sister that lives in Richmond, B.C., who would read it, and then send it to her son that lives up in Northwest Territories. <laughs> and it was kind of amazing that this one, you know, one issue could uh, you know, go all over Western Canada. I had one gentleman, his daughter lived in Red Deer, and he would uh, send her issues every week. Speaking of coffee perks in other places... Um, we, again, as we were sort of poking around online, trying to find out about the publication, we came across sort of these other like coffee something, uh, publications like coffee time, coffee news, Java, Java, oh, that's a, it's a real tongue twister. Yeah. Java, Jab- Jabber? Jabber. Yeah. 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 Um, do you know, are you familiar with these publications and kind of that ecosystem of the kind of local joke rag? I, I know of all the ones that you just mentioned. Right, mm. yeah. Um, during during my ownership of it, I tried unsuccessfully to franchise it. Mm. And part of my research was to find out what's out there to, to see where we compete. I, I think Coffee Perks probably ranks as one of the earlier um, restaurant uh, publications. Mm-hmm. Um, that I could find. Um, Coffee News is definitely the the big one there. There's probably about 700 franchises in North America, probably 100 different countries. Countries? uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're everywhere. And they started started out of Winnipeg. Wow. And I have to think that Coffee Perks is probably the inspiration to Coffee News. They won't say it, but Coffee Perks was there before Coffee News and just the... Um, the, the name itself is a little, uh, um, really close to, um, for, for the two publications. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a and, cheater brand. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but saying that too, though, is that we were strong enough that there was never ever a coffee noose in Saskatoon. That's good. You guys held your ground. Um, we we kind of held our own, and you know they didn't uh, they didn't bother us, and we really didn't bother them. <laughs> yeah, you had your territories. Yeah. So you didn't. So you um, didn't like actively beef with coffee news. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. When I when I registered the name, actually with the uh, trademark commission in Ottawa, uh, they they had the they had the opportunity to block it mm-hmm. and for and force me to change. But they said as long as I wasn't uh, actively pursuing territories outside of Saskatoon that they uh, had no problems with me keeping it. Hmm. And by that time, Coffee Perks would have been around for fi- almost 15 years, right? Before you had oh, trademarked yeah, it? Yeah, that's probably even 20 years. Hmm. You know, so like I said, like they, they were well aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for, for them, it was one market and they were chasing, you know, like I said, 700 markets around North America. So it really, we were a small fish in their big pond. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Next time I see a coffee news, I'm gonna tear it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, so I like I grab a jab was another big one. Uh, uh, tidbits Ooh, is tidbits. one that's out of the states. Hmm. Um, there, there's lots, and then there's there's lots even more that are just local. Um, you know, the local brainchilds of, of somebody within their own community. Really wish that I could have found someone to carry it on, but. Uh, mm-hmm part of the digital world that we live in right now too is getting harder to find advertisers that uh wanted to do a print medium and not uh you know only stay on the internet did you see a change in the types of ads sort of like as online advertising became more ubiquitous did you see a change in the types of ads that would get taken out in the paper like in coffee perks or was it kind of consistent Uh, local business kind of stuff it was is mainly local business stuff uh we used to do a lot more events and seminars in saskatoon and that uh totally went away Hmm. um you know because we were only one little paper we never really got on any national uh um ad buy Mm -hmm. yeah um you know, and because the problem with it too is because we were just as much a small paper is that the what we could charge for an ad really for the last 10 years never went up because um, uh, we had a hard enough time selling them. And you can't uh, put more ads on there without taking off more jokes. And then it just doesn't really work. So right, the, the, the economics of it was, was really starting to, to fall aside. Hmm. Okay, so this is a this is a question I was dying to ask. I was like, is it is it too bizarre? But no, this is awesome. Okay, so that's great for for our listeners. Over the years, an ad that always stood out to me was this one, and I think we actually mentioned it in our in our opener that we recorded. Um, there was this ad about it was posted by a re- posted I guess is the the current terminology for putting something in public whatever you yeah. say back then uh, the ad was taken out by what I assume was a gentleman a retiree looking to rent a place to park his RV in which he lived um, and I remember just seeing this ad run again and again and thinking like what's yeah, up over with this? And over. yeah and is he like is he just waiting outside. <laughs> hoping like I just didn't know I was so curious about the circumstances of this person and sort of what was causing him to run this ad again and again and then in particular so that was sort of one question and then when the ad stopped I was like well now what's up and I was wondering if you could uh share that person's story in in whatever way you're comfortable sure sure I I won't I won't mention his name absolutely uh, yeah yeah uh, keep it anonymous yeah. He, um, uh, he, he showed up at my, uh, my business one day and gave me a story. Very, very sweet. Um, you know, probably I'm guessing would be in the seventies at that time mm-hmm. and never, doesn't, doesn't have much, mm-hmm. but he had this, he had an RV and up until I think probably about a month after he, he uh, came in to see me, he was being, he had a room rented and he was being asked to, uh, 
to, to leave. Right. Uh, the person sold the house and they had to move on. So uh, the, the gentleman himself doesn't have very much money. He has a social assistance and, and a few things that he kind of makes do with. And over the years, he's got some uh, issues with his health that made him need to keep the money that he had in order for for treatment and obviously for food and, and such. So he was looking for a place to park his RV so he could basically live in his RV, uh, have some power from the from the homeowner, and you know he would be be quite content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we we actually formed a, a little friendship over over the years. He like I said didn't have much money, uh, wanted to pay me something for it. I. I, I refused. It was one of those things that uh, obviously I want to have paid ads in there, but I always got lots of space. And, you know, if I can help out with somebody like that, uh, I was glad to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would, he would, uh, occasionally he would bring in donuts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, help pay off his thing. I didn't have the heart to tell him that I'm diabetic and I couldn't eat him. <laughs> and I tried to say, no, you don't have to do this. But it was one of, it was his way of, you know, being being thankful that we were doing this and uh you know i didn't want to hurt his feelings yeah so over the years you know he would come in he said ah, my, 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 uh, i've been asked to vacate this spot so can we run that ad again and we found him uh, a spot through the ad on avenue t just off of 21st street there was an abandoned uh lot which isn't the greatest place for him and the stories that he would tell me uh would uh Weren't, weren't very good, just yeah. the amount of uh, trouble that he'd go through and people breaking into his van and vandalizing it. And so the last the last I, I heard from from him, he uh, found a place to rent out by Watrous. Mm. And the Manitou Springs was very therapeutic to his uh, rehab. And there was some therapists out there. So he uh, was doing quite well from the last I heard. That is um, awesome. But it was such a, yeah, he was just a, such a, such a great old guy. Huh. What a great story. I couldn't have, yeah. I couldn't have asked for a, a different ending to that. That's like, that's I what I wanted to hear was like, oh, yeah. he, he went off somewhere and had a good time. Like that's, that's the <laughs> ultimate ending to that story. Uh, it's probably been a year and a half since, I, since I've seen him last. So I'm, uh. You know, I guess I'm kind of curious too. Now yeah. that you mentioned it, how, uh, how he's doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. on the on the extremely off chance that this person is listening, a, a shout out to yeah. you, and I hope you're enjoying your float at Manitou Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Do you? Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> Steph, <laughs> Steph is mouthing at me. Joke. <laughs> joke. <laughs> Do you, we, we won't force you to tell a joke. Or did you say no? No, you said one. Tell a good one. Okay. Yeah. I have one. Oh, okay. Uh, like I mentioned okay. to you before, the, the irony thing is, is that I'm a horrible joke teller. Right. And, and I, and jokes really, you know, I'll read them, I'll chuckle. And then I, if someone asked me on the spot today, I, chances are I don't have one in my, uh, in my memory bank to tell you, but I, I did find one that was kind of cute going back through some old issues. So I'll, uh, I, I will mention it <laughs> all right well, this we're, we're this ready it's called it. only two parachutes all right so a lawyer a priest and a young boy were in a plane that was going to crash yet they only had two parachutes the lawyer proclaimed that since he was the smartest man on the plane that he deserves to survive he took a chute and jumped the priest looked over at the young boy and reflected back on his life told the young boy to take the last parachute since he had already lived a wonderful and full life the boy replied, "You can have the other shoot because the smartest man on the plane just jumped out with my bag, with my book bag." <laughs> and my favorite part about that joke is that I remember it from Coffee Birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mentioning earlier how I was like, you know, you're always trying to find jokes that uh, didn't offend too many, and. There was a ton of jokes about lawyers, and you could put as many lawyer jokes in there as, as you could because nobody got offended. No complaints. <laughs> no complaints. The no, lawyers are too yeah. busy to care. And exactly. uh, <laughs> well, thanks for <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for running Coffee Perks, my very favorite publication for so long. <laughs> thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And, and thanks for your time today. We really appreciate this. All right, so. 
Thank you so much, Brad, owner of uh, the beloved Coffee Perks. <laughs> You're welcome. I couldn't have asked for more. I'd say that really set the bar high. Yeah, it turns out we're amazing interviewers. <laughs> That's what I attribute it to. <laughs> um, I attribute it to your depth of knowledge of coffee. Perks. <laughs> right. Coffee perks is nothing less than a reflection of the entirety of the history of basically my lifespan, as well as uh, the changing technology in the entire world. It's just a it's just a microcosm of everything. <laughs> And I was like, you were immersed in jokes for 15 years. And he was said, eh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it absolutely sounded like he was. Yeah. You know, he's getting feedback. People yeah. are texting him jokes. Yeah. Uh, has boxes of boxes of jokes in the home. Joke databases. He's getting sent jokes every day that he has to evaluate, even though he doesn't like telling jokes. Like, I don't yeah. know. But like, no, nah, I don't really, not really too much in the joke. No. Um, you know, even just, when he told the joke. He immediately evaluated the joke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So has our mystery been solved? Has our mystery been solved? Uh, the longevity of the publication. How did it last for so long? I guess it lasted for so long because of dedication. Yeah. I don't know if we got a really a clear answer to that one because we did hear that it was kind of one of the more successful versions. Mm-hmm. And the longest-running uh, part franchise from the Coffee Perks original, but maybe the answer is Brad. Brad's the reason, based on like our interview, what we have right Cause now. Because he done did it. Well, obviously it was you know beloved. If people are sending it, forwarding it to their family For, members, yes. and sending it to other family members, like there's a yes. there's a something a winning combination of something there. So yeah. It was a part of the a part of the community. No. Yeah. Who? We definitely answered the question of who. It's Brad. And I guess we don't really need to talk about who because we just talked about it for half an we hour. We just talked to Brad. We just heard. Yeah. We just heard everything about Brad. Do they think the jokes are funny? Well, I guess he more talked about how other people perceive the jokes. I don't think it matters to him if the jokes are funny. What I matters is that other people... What matters... Putting a smile on people's face. That's right. That they fit the space. I, once we got talking to him, I feel like that question, I didn't feel compelled to, I, it was reframed for me, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I didn't feel compelled to answer the question in the same way because I understood so much more about what was going on. Yeah. And the weird ad. Yes, 100% we know. Mystery solved. Mystery solved, everyone. <laughs> Cue the music. Oh.